There it is. Like I said, he's my executive producer. Yeah. Uh, I ain't getting paid for this, bro. <laughs> the yeah. real deal. Yeah, honestly, I think you need that every single show. That's what Q said, like, entertaining. I listen hey, so to you. He got paid on Friday. Oh, I don't what? know. No. They, they gave us checks? He got paid on Friday. Yeah, for flipping burgers. Yeah, <laughs> bro, you got paid on Friday for that set you did. You did a sit off? Oh, oh, that's right. Set. What you talking about? Oh, he's talking about uh, when Marley and D came over and we uh, helped him out, bro. I'm talking about that forty dollars, though. <laughs> Are they right here, bro? Hey, that sounds like a uh, twenty-four pack over there by the LAFC stadium. Man. That's why ever since I take forty dollars personal now. That <laughs> <laughs> twenty-four, that twenty-four pack in Los Angeles, bro. When they charge us up the ass to that neighborhood, that shit I was, was like, crazy. What the fuck? Yeah, but that anyways, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Kick It Podcast coming to you live from Oceanside. It's another Monday. It's a little rainy outside. Hopefully, you guys are somewhere warm and safe and enjoying this cold weather. Um, we have Busy Balboa in the fucking studio Yo. tonight. What's good? What's up? How you doing? Great. Thank y'all for having me. Thank you for coming out. I'm excited. So, uh, for those who don't know, she's an artist and she is also the host of the Get to Know Me podcast. We had her scheduled for January, but it was that that one day where there was hell like crazy. <laughs> yeah, it got fucking crazy, and that weather is unheard of over here. Yeah, for sure. But uh, hey, man, thank you for coming out. I appreciate it, man. Thank y'all for having me. Yeah, I'm Vic- ready to kick it. Hell yeah, <laughs> Victor Bruce, how y'all doing? Um, well, it, you you found me on the floor and woke me up to do the show, so I guess I'm doing all right. <laughs> At least you woke up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> One more day. <laughs> Damn, but yeah, I'm, on my end, I'm pretty, I'm pretty all right, man. I, I can't complain. It was kind of a weird day. It rained for a little bit, and then it's, now it's windy as fuck. Uh, but I mean, if you're hearing this like days later, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, true, true. It's true been day. super windy. It is fucking windy, dude. I, I hate windy days, especially when it's like light drizzle, like what how we got today. Because yeah. it should just, it feels like it slaps you in the face, dude. That shit just gets me pissed. <laughs> dude, today I saw the most aggressive, like, drizzle. If that makes sense. It was like, it wasn't raining hard. Like, it wasn't hard enough for it to be rain. But it wasn't like a soft, like, drizzle. It was just like, uh, it was rough. Yeah, with the wind, right? Yeah, dude, yeah. that shit fucking sucks, man. It's the worst. I know what you mean. But anyway, Busy, what's been up? Man, just getting ready to drop this album, man. Just working crazy. Uh, plotting and planning the next move a lot. Well, tell us a little bit more about that album. Well, I'm naming it Purification, and uh, you know, basically, that is uh, you know, the act of cleansing something. So, mm-hmm. I think that that was like the perfect name, being that uh, you know, we going through COVID and all this shit, and then also just me going through like a spiritual journey where I feel like a lot of the old me, the old ways that I have been living by kind of dropping them off, you know, mm-hmm. and growing into a different being per se. <laughs> so I don't know. It's, it's a very different uh project compared to the last one I dropped, but it's still kind of on that same thing. Cause a lot of my music, it's like up and down. It's like a, I call it like roller coaster type of music. Cause it's like super fun. And then there's some depressing shit where you like thinking like, damn, this hit my heart. And then it's like some, you know, like very beautiful stuff where it kind of inspire you. And so I'm just excited. I'm ready for everybody to hear it. Oh man. How long have you been working on this pl- uh, project for? 
pretty much the whole uh, quarantine. And I, I kind of planned it a little bit towards the end of the last year where I decided where I was going to, uh, I was going to start dropping videos, like one minute videos. I already knew I was going to do that, but I've been doing all of that and I hadn't even started recording the project. I just, I just already knew what I wanted to do. So <laughs> some of the songs that I've been dropping with the videos, they're just rough drafts that I recorded at my house. I don't mm. really, the stuff that I do at home, I don't really count that <laughs> as like official because yeah. I don't really have a lot of the, you know, presets and things where I can really like funk it the way I want to. So. I use it whenever I'm, you know, doing some of my projects, but I don't really consider it the official sound. So a lot of the videos that I was releasing, that's not the official version of the song. It's just something I did at my house. It's like more like little sneak peeks. Type yeah, of thing. like sneak peeks. And I also feel like people's attention span is very short. And the last video I did, it didn't get that many views as quickly as I wanted it to. So I was like, instead of giving them full videos and paying all of this money, I'm going to do one minute videos and give them snippets and have them wanting me to make longer videos to the point where they start watching them, you know. And right. That, that's a good but. fucking way to get like a, a lot of attention and viewers and stuff. Hey. Hey, kudos to you, man. That's I. I really think of that. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. That's a good thought process, right there, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It's been working. Everybody like, damn, that's a tease. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's what's supposed to be. Y'all stay, stay for the rest of it, right? <laughs> like the last video was like stuck at like 500 views for a while, and I had paid. You know, I paid the girls, the model in it. I paid the videographers and stuff. So. I was like, you know, like, y'all gonna have to work for this <laughs> for me to put in that type of money. <laughs> but it's been, you know, they got it to like 1200 after I announced that. I was like, damn, the last video didn't get that much. I guess they was like, fuck that, let's run it up. So it, it did get to 1200 but I, I would like to, you know, start getting more. I want authentic views. I've always wanted authentic views, so mm-hmm. I don't really like to, you know, try to pay to put it on anything. And there's no shade to anybody that does. I just always wanted to try to see what I could do on my own. So I'm still pushing that, you know, that authentic way. I feel it. I feel it, man. So how how do you feel this project has been different than the other ones? I, I feel like with this one, it's not that personal like I've I've done in the past. You know, I feel like this is kind of like more universal music where everybody kind of feel it different, different songs you'll be able to catch on to. But um, mm-hmm. I also feel like on this one, I'm like really kind of going in with my lyricism, like showing people how I can really play with words. It's kind of fun the way I've been switching up my style. So I'm excited because I never really rapped like this before. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> How how do you think your style has changed from this album previous to the other ones? Man, I think that um like I don't know. I I really uh I'm kind of like getting more into like history, so I'm like really like digging deep into like history and learning about different things. So like the music I make sometimes it's like different shit I'm talking about, and you may not really understand what I'm saying. It might be coded. And sometimes I really don't know what the fuck I'm talking about until I listen back to it. And I'm like, damn, like that was pretty deep. So I feel like this time it's going to be a lot of lyrics that you're probably going to have to wonder like, okay, what all did that mean? You know, it's going to be kind of on that type of level. But I plan to do some like little lyric breakdown videos so that people can feel where I was coming from in in certain tracks. Because I feel like some of those tracks is going to be like, okay, this shit deep. I feel it. But what all does it mean? Yeah, so, so what what do you think influenced you the most uh, trying to like work in this project? I think really just like um the things that's going on in the world and then just me personally growing and and learning more about like uh 
myself. I did like uh not too long ago, I did like this little DNA swab thing. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Because I, I wanted to know like what all, like, a lot, I know a lot of people, they be like, don't do that shit. The government will have your DNA. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's true, but I kind of, I always wanted to know like what all, you know? So it was crazy because it was like uh, a lot of Nigerian and it was like Vietnamese and all kind of stuff Finnish. And I'm like, what? I got all kind of stuff in me. So just learning about like, those his those cultures like once i found out what all i'm mixed up i started to like dig into those type of cultures and see like what all they do and like lately i'd be watching a lot of korean videos out of nowhere like even just of their food <laughs> like i don't know i want to i want to connect and see like you know if i can remember something from a past life if something sparked like you know i'd be on that type of shit <laughs> yeah, that's, that's tight. <laughs> but i've always liked a lot of the different things in the asian culture and even like with uh you know african background like i've always liked that too so it's like it made sense when i looked at it and saw that type of different things in my in my dna i was like that shit makes sense <laughs> i've always liked certain things so yeah just learning about different stuff like that it's inspired my music because you know now i'm looking into that stuff and then i incorporate some of that stuff that i'm learning into the music too so you'll hear songs like on the project i got a song called rituals where i'm talking about how um a lot of the times like with you know black people we feel like a lot of the stuff we see people do uh in black in black cultures like haitian people they consider that like voodoo stuff they like oh stay the fuck away from that type of shit this and that but they they don't really know that like a lot of those different rituals like our people used to do like they used to do that way before we even knew it so that's like part of their religion right? yeah it's like a part of their religion it's different cultures that do different versions of rituals not all of them are voodoo but people look at all of them and they're like all of it is voodoo all of it is like evil stay away from it but they don't really know like the background of it so I got that song called Rituals where I'm like basically like spitting, talking about different rituals that we used to do. Even dancing really is a ritual and the way we make love, everything <laughs> like they don't really know. So that song is pretty dope because even though I'm spitting the truth, it's like hype as fuck. So it's kind of like some shit you can dance to and turn up to, even though it's like some real truth in it, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, did you already release the, the, the project or it's still kind of like it's, it's a it's still brewing. I'm halfway through. I got like maybe four more songs to record. And then we're going to go through the uh, mix and mastering process. And I hope to release it by May. That's been the goal to drop it by my birthday. I've always wanted to drop something on my birthday, which is May 8th. So cross my fingers. Hopefully I have it done. <laughs> like it's it's there though. It's almost there. Nice. Hell yeah. No, and it's crazy, man. I'm, I'm glad you finally made it out here because the last time... Uh, we we invited the interview for the Get to Know Me podcast. Yeah, and oh, yeah. Uh, and which, by the way, great job with that podcast. Thank it's been, you. It, it's dope. Thank you. It really is. Uh, and before that, last time we had talked was uh Queens Cup, I believe. Mm-hmm. Over yeah. at, uh, it was Queens Cup over there at the at the the uh, base. Uh, off base. Yeah, off base bar. Off base bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So we got a little history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been a couple of years in the works. Yeah, but hey, we have a. Uh, we have a uh, Trey Boogie saying dope, good work, and Carissa and her pop star saying what's up. Yeah, man. So what's up to you guys? Hopefully you guys stay tuned. But uh, yo, hey, tell us a little bit more about the podcast. How did that get started? Man, like uh, get to know me podcast. I really just started that because like 
sometimes I be online and I be ranting and raving and shit. And mm-hmm. I be I'm sometimes I just be going off and I'm like, man, let me delete that shit. Like, <laughs> like you know, yeah. And sometimes you just you get caught up in all them fucking news media things, and sometimes you just be like, Man, fuck that shit. And then you're like, Oh, let me delete that. I don't want people to think, you know. So I got to the point where I was like, Let me instead of me being like all opinionated online, let me just make a podcast where I could just rant and rave and shit. And then like if people want to listen to it, they listen to it. It is not like forced. So I started doing that like for like two years. I just would go on that shit. And I used to have like set days, but then I wouldn't stick to the shit. So I just would come on randomly. I never really kept a set day. Mm-hmm. And it would get like a lot of plays, but uh shit, even one was like 200 something plays. And I just wanted to talk of shit. I'm like, damn, I'm really doing something with this. But I eventually I started wanting to interview people. So here and there I would interview people, but it wasn't like often. And then it was like recently, last year in September during the uh, quarantine, I had put a post on Facebook and I was like, if anybody wants to get interviewed from my hometown, like hit me up because the San Diego artists out here, they grinding. Like maybe I can like, I don't know, introduce people from San Diego and Georgia Mm -hmm. to each other and we can make like some type of little networking type of thing. So I had like, damn, like hundreds of comments on there where people were like yeah interview me interview me and it was mostly people from my hometown so once I started to like interview them a lot of people from San Diego started hitting me saying hey I want to get interviewed so I started to interview every fucking body all the time because I had so much time on my hands and honestly I was getting to the point where I was getting depressed because the quarantine I mean COVID it put me in the position where I was like not really working no more so I had been working four years straight like hella hours i was working management position at uh t-mobile so i was like i didn't really have an outside life i didn't know what it was to like stop so that shit started to send me in the spiral and i was like i gotta get busy i gotta find a way to get busy so interviewing so many people that shit rejuvenated me you know it gave me life and i was dropping them all on the same day because uh, a lot of people was like why don't you just spread them out but i was like nah because i want to make it like it's a show like you can tune in to all of these different people and then you can listen to them all throughout the week you don't have to like try to rush and listen to them because i feel like if i string it out not many people will listen to each person but if i make it like this big event everybody will probably get a chance to be heard and I had all kind of people reaching out to me saying that they were listening and people I'd never met like all over the world I was interviewing people in Baltimore people in Chicago people in Florida just everybody it just started to be a wave of people and it was great but it started to get super overwhelming um, because you know it's just not something that one person could keep up with so (laughs) I started to you know spread them out and um, you know now I just got it to the point where it's sort of like invite only just you know keep it at a point where I can work with people that's more on the professional side I know y'all know working with some artists it ain't really that easy (laughs) so I had to keep it where it's like I'm working with more professional people but I also wanted to spread out and not just talk to just music artists. So, you know, I've been talking to all kinds of people, different people uh, that's been, you know, making different moves in, in the world and artists and different people, you know. So, I don't know. It's growing. I never really intended on it being this. Like, honestly, I never thought that it would be what it is. I just was talking shit one day, you know. You seem, so. excited, you seem excited about all this. Yeah. <laughs> Even the tone and the body period. Like, yeah. it's overwhelming, but you're happy and you're excited yeah. about what it's going to bring. More. I mean, yeah, because like, I, I always have had like a connection with people. Like, I never really meet a stranger. Like, 
I'm it's always love. That's why I go by that big love shit because it's always love. Everybody I meet, it's always like immediately like we get along. Like I I have friends of all kind of races, cultures, different people like just connected as hell. Like people just cool, you know. And um I don't know, like just meeting people like that and just people like loving it and recommending it that shit was in i needed that you know so yeah i'm I'm excited about it even though it was overwhelming you know that <laughs> yeah no yeah so you think it grew a little bit out like a little bit more than you thought it would be yeah like uh i think that like my spotify said i had grew like 882 percent since the last the previous year and i was like what kind of fucking numbers is that like <laughs> That's like damn zero. I must have had nobody listening because that shit was incredible. But it was it was it's still it's crazy and, and you know it's still getting a lot of numbers. Whether I like do it every Saturday or I just go on a rant and rave, it's still a lot mm-hmm. of people listening. But it's just I really have no idea still like what all I'm gonna do with it. It's just still something that I want to keep it like a hobby. I don't want to make it to where it's like super. You know, it's like something taking over because at the end of the day, music is always first. But I, you know, I just do love doing that on the side. But it would be cool to branch off because one day I do want to branch off and do other stuff. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what's what's one of the things you've learned from from artists doing the podcast and interviewing them? We're all really the same. Honestly, we're we're extremely different, but we have a lot of similarities with uh, just the way that we. I think that the the way that the music allows us to cope with a lot of things that other people go through life and it's just like normal and we use the music to be able to go through what they go through. Yeah, yeah. And we all really we we all are so connected and we try to be so different and it's crazy cuz I'm listening to all these different artists and they tell me their process and they're telling me like the things that go on in their head and I'm like damn like we so alike and everybody sound like my best friend that I'm interviewing it's crazy like all the interviews to me I was like damn people are probably gonna feel like I'm being cliche because I don't feel like I'm being that different with any other artists I feel like it's the same my reactions are the same to their music it's the same to everything but it was real and I couldn't fake it you know like I was like damn it's just I feel like damn like I want to be your friend because I feel like I know you like I don't know it was just so cool to to meet so many people that were familiar and they they understand what I go through and they understand how I feel when I'm writing music or um you know how my life was some of them had very very um challenging childhoods and it's like you would look at them and never think that at all because of the way that they carry themselves so it also gave me a big insight about like you know don't judge a book by their cover you know I've never really done that but just to really see people and like damn they're telling you like oh I was a foster child or this and that and like wow like you're doing it so big like you're doing so many amazing things like you would have never known your story was so challenging like that so yeah it's it's very incredible to uh talk to so many different people that have so many different journeys and it inspires you not to really complain because somebody probably had it worse you know yeah no that's that's very true yeah what do you think uh what do you think your podcast is going to be going forward on that I, I definitely want to see it continue to grow. Like, I feel like that would be the, the dopest type of career to just be a podcast host and just be making money off that, interviewing people and talking shit and smoking weed and kicking back <laughs> and traveling and, 
shit, I would love to have that job. Like, I would do that all day and do music as a hobby. Shit, I would swap. <laughs> <laughs> I would swap like a motherfucker. But I would, you know, I want to have it on, like, platforms. And, you know, I want to be able to merge and have I, – I don't have to necessarily continue my own podcast. Like, I'm down with merging or – doing something else like right now i'm helping with activated podcasts i do them on sundays or i just go on and talk to them on sundays about different things that's going on and then i'm helping parker edison with his podcast he just got on kpbs so you know i pop on there every now and again and do interviews with people but i'm trying to see where that shit take me you know yeah. <laughs> like that shit interviewing people and hosting i'm down with that yeah hey shout out to activated podcast the parks and edison project out there man they're Dude, I've been following uh, Activated Podcasts on Instagram, dude. They're fucking, they're yeah. on it, bro. Yeah, they they're be really on, on it, man. On it. They they run a tight system, and you know, I'm just happy to be on, able to go in there and just talk shit. That's all I do. Mm-hmm. That's my role. They asked me to just come on and <laughs> come on the podcast and talk shit. I was like, cool. I'm good with that. <laughs> I'm super into you know history and and just justice and the right things happening. You know, I ain't, I'm not a troublemaker and then I don't consider myself that, but I definitely like to, you know, speak up if something ain't yeah. right or, you know, do what I can to, to be a part of the community. You know, you know, I'm new to San Diego, but I definitely feel like I'm a part of the community. So I try to, you know, do whatever I can if there's something around, like, you know, I'm emailing council members when they had the little thing about not sleeping in your cars. I'm like, hey, what y'all doing? That ain't right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, that's yeah. fucked up. Yeah, I, I emailed them and they responded back like, oh, we're going to have a meeting about it. And I'm like, okay, cool that, you know, so I I, I try to do my part, man. You know, I, I, I'm not a person that talk about it. I try to do it. You know, like, mm-hmm. hey, what can be done? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, shout out to Activated. They they dope. So you say you, you, you aren't originally from San Diego. Where are you originally from, if I may ask? Oh, I'm from originally Valasta, Georgia, uh, 229. Shout out to the whole community down there. But that's the uh, same city where uh, the Kendrick Johnson case is going on. Okay. So okay. it has that big history, and they just decided to reopen that. So that's a big thing going on in the news. But, yeah, that's where I'm from, a very, very rural <laughs> type of country place. And, you know, shout out to the people there. It's not an easy place to be, you know. Mm-hmm. Was there any like culture shock uh, moving from from over there to here? Not really. Um, it was just kind of, you know. I've I've lived a few places, but just seeing how um, how San Diego, it's like it's a lot of representation here. So you got a little bit of everybody here, and um, you can go a little bit of anywhere and find anybody. So that was dope. And the food, <laughs> getting used to the food, but now shit, I'm hella used to the food. And I feel like what I'm gonna do if I ever leave here. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like I was it was like the opposite. I came here eating like all kind of crazy stuff, uh, everything. Now I'm like so, so California that I don't eat no meat like that. Like <laughs> I'm on the smoothies every day and all that shit. So Cal- <laughs> they, California has changed me. They got me eating right and everything. Yeah. But yeah, I love it here. Like I don't really wanna leave. I feel like it's the place where I was supposed to be, even with my name. <laughs> busy Balboa like when I moved to San Diego the first thing I saw was like Balboa some type of sign and I'm like what the fuck <laughs> I ain't, I had no idea but that shit spoke out to me I was like this shit is weird and when I started finding out like oh it's Balboa Park it's Balboa this and that I'm like that's crazy because my name was already that before I came here I had no idea any about any of that you know I don't know 
Felt like a sign. Yeah, it's all about boy party. Like, oh, this is it. Yeah, literally. Like, that is a sign. How did you even get your name in the first place? I always was busy. Like, I don't even remember how I got that name. I guess from just being busy, because I feel like that's, I've always been like that. But the Balboa part, my best friend, he passed away. Uh, his name is Pony, God rest his soul. But uh, he passed away June 2018. And he used to, we used to do skits. And we used to be always, like, fucking off and acting wild. Way before, like, all of that shit was, like, a, a thing, Vine and all of that. But uh, we, I used to go by Cocky Balboa. That was my character. And for some reason, he told me to keep the Balboa part. He was like, that should be your rap name. Because I don't don't remember if he said I'd be knocking people out with my punchlines. or (laughs) It was something along that line. And so I kept the Balboa part. And I've been like busy Balboa since, the I don't know, it's been a lot of years I've been busy Balboa. But I just slammed it together. (laughs) And yeah, that's the name. Be like, hey, yo, Adrian. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they... That shit used to be funny because we used to actually redo those type of the uh, Apollo and all that shit, uh, Rocky Balboa, all of that. We used to redo that, all those skits. We used to show out. That shit is funny, but a lot of the videos got lost because he used to put them on TwitVid, and that shit is gone. I don't even know where yeah, that yeah. website is at. Yeah, yeah. I never even heard of that to be honest. Yeah, it was like a random ass website. We used to be like, put it on YouTube, but he now we can't get them. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, they've been lost in time, lost in time, <laughs> lost files. Maybe one day, if I'm like, I blow up, they'll find it and be like, We got them. Like, Hell yeah, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I need that shit. Shit, man. I'm about to copyright this shit. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna try to sell it. <laughs> they were like, Oh, yeah, we, we gotta sell it to you. We gotta sell it back. Like, damn, how much? <laughs> five bucks. <laughs> I got it. I got five on it. Best I got is an ounce. <laughs> <laughs> the wheat, the wheat comes easier than the cash nowadays. Do this. <laughs> it's so many websites that have done that though, like that we used to use way before. Like I don't know the websites we use now. They used to be up, and now they're like fucking gone. And all the stuff that I used to have on there are gone. It's like old music shit is gone. What happened? That's like MySpace. <laughs> yeah. I even got I can't even get in my MySpace. Like I've tried. I've yeah, tried no, yeah, I tried I tried and I can't remember my password. I don't even know if that's I have still no around. Idea. I, for, I forget MySpace still exists, dude. It's crazy that it's they still, still around. Yeah, it's still a thing. Fuck. It was so fun at one point. Like it was the yeah, shit. Yeah, it was. Being able to customize like your own background, see your top ten friends and shit. Yeah. Was, People getting upset. So Why am I in your top eight? Like, oh shit. <laughs> Fuck. You gotta rotate people out and shit. Every other week it's a different <laughs> roster. <laughs> I miss that. I miss that shit. Hey Scott's James uh Bar- Baruch's is saying everything green goes. I don't know what that means, bro. Honestly, <laughs> everything green goes. Yeah. What that mean? I don't know, bro. Scott, are you still out there? Let me know what that means. I'm, I'm a little a, confused. I don't mean to be an asshole. I'm just want to know because I'm curious. <laughs> I'm a little gringo. I've had a gringo burrito before. You've had a gringo burrito before? No. Carne asada and basically sour cream, right, Louis? Yep. Yeah. Mm. No, I haven't. Yeah. No, it's just crazy. It's what what is that, Scott? Let me know. If I ever feel like breaking my diet, I'm gonna have to go and check that out. I never had one of them. I know you had a Cali, right? Yeah. Yeah. Something similar, but it's like more basic. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
more meat, less bulls, <laughs> less other shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Less ingredients. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Most of the time, you go to California. You're in California. You get like burritos, like arms, <laughs> huge. I, I normally cut it in half and only can like eat one half, and that's just good for me. That was like dinner. Roll and the other half <laughs> up later. Like what the fuck, bro? <laughs> That's like dinner and breakfast right there, man. Fuck. That is. They know my order when I pull up to all my little spots. I go to the same spots. What will be your spots? Shit, really the ones closest to the house. <laughs> That'll be the same yeah, spot that's true. Me, the same <laughs> spots. Like, Walking distance. Some people be like, you should go here and there. I'm like, that shit ain't by my house. Like, <laughs> so I'm just not, trying to go get me something home. to eat real quick. Yeah. But yeah, but I... I'm like crazy for my uh my uh burritos and stuff now. Like I don't I don't feel like I can eat it if I go somewhere else because I don't want to be disappointed. I feel like San Diego got the got that shit. Got the fire Mexican food. I don't know. A lot of people say Texas. I don't know what y'all think about that. No, nah, I've been to Texas or Mexican food is lame. Uh, shit. It's not the same as San Diego. Yeah, right? not, it doesn't compare. Nothing compares to Mexican food. Yeah, well, what they consider Mexican food is like Tex-Mex over here. Like, <laughs> oh, like no. Taco Bell style stuff. Taco Bell? Okay, no. Yeah, no. Nah, that ain't I, a real deal. <laughs> I remember when I was out there in Texas, I was like, let me get a burrito. Dude, that should look like a like a flour tortilla roll taco, bro. Oh, no. It was like nothing in there. And I was like, damn, five bucks for this? That's hella cheap. Yeah, and then I saw why it was like five bucks because it wasn't a Cali burrito. Like it's they they fooled you. Yeah, I like I like the real deal. Yeah, and I I remember uh, my uncle because he used to live out here before he moved to Texas, and we did California burritos for everybody there. Nah, they were fucking shocked. They're like, "What the fuck is this?" And I was like, "That's a Cali burrito. Like this shit is huge. It's like yeah, <laughs> That's yeah." <laughs> Should have told him this to change your life. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody be telling me when I fly out there, I want to, I want to go to the best spot. I'm like, man, you ain't There's ready. A lot of best spots. You ain't ready. I gonna go out to the best spot. Be like, this is the best spot. <laughs> yeah, it's like in we're the gonna most, have to go everywhere. Like, it could be like in the most ghettoest part or whatever, like town you're in, bro. And it'd be like the bombest place mm-hmm. right there, bro. That's true. Normally, that's the spots that I be liking to go to, like the mom and pop type of joints, little small little shacks. Mm-hmm. Like they be having some good ass food. And- <laughs> You look in there, you're, you're a little confused. You're like, oh, you're like, is this a house or is this? <laughs> is this a house or a restaurant? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Where do I go to order? Go in the kitchen. <laughs> okay. They got that small ass fucking speaker box and shit that you talk into. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> fucking half the light of the menu is already out and shit. And it's already convenient and shit. <laughs> you're like, do y'all have a, like a restaurant certificate or anything? Like, no. Just do you want something to eat or not? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Three bucks. <laughs> Great. Big ass plate. Yeah. <laughs> if I can load that shit up. Hey, Scott is saying it's one of his songs. Uh, meaning it stays. Anything goes. Have a good night, gang. Stay up and never give up. Thank you, Scott. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you. Scott. I'm glad I, I'm glad I got to know what that was. Yeah. Yeah, no, it yeah, was, it was a trip. Yeah. Was trip. It's one of his songs. Shoot us a link, bro. Shoot us a link. Yeah, you got shot it. the link instead of the Sandy. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it would have been cool. But thank nice you, plug. Thank nice plug. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, that shit's that crazy. But uh, when was the last time you've performed uh, live? Man, it, I haven't performed since 2019. COVID kind of ruined it. I had a, a couple of shows lined up last year, a bunch of them. But uh, yeah. I didn't want to really, at first, you know how it was when COVID first hit. That shit was mm-hmm. so crazy. Like, I didn't know what to think. So I wasn't trying to do nothing. I didn't want to go nowhere. But 
um, I don't know. I kind of got to a point where I'm just like, I'm going to just wear my mask and do what I got to do. So this year, um, I got two shows coming up. March 27th, I'm actually performing twice. I perform uh, with Primo Dirty um, out there with uh, him at the, uh, I think it's the music protest. Yeah, I forgot what the name of it was. But yeah, it's the music protest. And I'm going to do that. And then later that night, I'm doing the Cosby with Yazzie and a lot of the female artists out of San Diego. Um, we're doing like an all-female lineup. And it's going to be live on Twitch. They're going to be doing giveaways, but you got to be on Twitch to win. And it's going to be a lot of fun, like a lot of shit. Um, Go Ham Radio is involved. They're going to be hosting. Uh, you got a couple of people that's going to be a part of it. It's, it's going to be real dope, a nice event. So I'm ready to do not, both of those, knock those out. And uh, hopefully I have a couple more lined up this year. But right now, that's all I've committed to so far. Oh, yeah. You feel excited for those events? Hell, yeah. It's the first in um, a long time. And, like, uh, with the the one with – I decided what I'm going to do with Primo Dirty. I'm going to perform some of the songs that I didn't get to perform with my last project because I didn't get to perform with any of the songs because I released it in July of last year. So I'm going to drop some of those. I'm going to – perform some of those but with Yazi, i'm gonna do uh some of the purification tracks so i'm excited because people are gonna get the best of both so if y'all tune in I, I hope to be able to get someone to you know i'm definitely should have somebody record me live with the uh, primo dirty performance but the Yazi one will be live on twitch so as long as everybody tune in they'll be able to see that and it's gonna be dope man the females that's a part of that they dope you got Natalie, Yazi, uh, Verde, different people. A um, couple of women I haven't met yet, Till Ideal, some other females I haven't met yet, but it's going to be dope. Is it an all-female event? Yeah, all-female oh, hip-hop highnesses. Okay. Hip-hop oh, that's highnesses. dope. I like that. I like <laughs> yeah, that. that's a dope name. They came up with that. But yeah, Triple I'm, H. I'm <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, bro. Triple H. Triple H, <laughs> hip-hop highnesses. Yeah, this shit gonna be fire. Um, I went and checked out Cosby and just saw like the setup that they got. That shit is dope. They got a nice little setup, different cameras set up, the DJ, they got the lighting. That shit gonna be so fire. So I'm ready. I'm excited. Hell yeah. And when did you say those dates were again? March 27th. March 27th. Yeah, I I believe the one at Cosby starts at 8 p.m. on Twitch. And um, I think I'm performing with Primo Dirty at 2 p.m. And that's gonna be at Balboa Park. So. Okay. Oh, so that one's like an actual like yeah, live performance. Yeah, you guys could come and see me with that one. And then the one on March twenty seventh, the one at the Cosby, that one is live on Twitch. So you, you can just tune in and watch that one. Damn, that's fucking awesome. But yeah, it's gonna be dope, man. So what got you into music in the first place? Man, honestly, I I was just born like loving this shit. Like, mm. um, since I can remember, I've always like really super loved like writing and like music has always been a part of it. I've done that my entire life. Like my mom would find me in the closet with headphones on, like just pretending like I was on stage and <laughs> she would just close the closet door and let me be me. Like she never <laughs> judged me or like call <laughs> like any type of center to come pick me up. <laughs> she just let me, you know, listen to my music. But they always got me like boom boxes and CDs and stuff for Christmas because I always wanted the same thing. Like I always just like wanted. I was like uh, super into different artists that were always on the cover of the magazines because I got like a subscription to my Vibe magazine. So mm-hmm. anybody that was like on the cover, I wanted their album. Anybody like it, I didn't care if it was TLC or Cameron or anybody. Like I listened to everybody growing up, so that's why it's hard to answer that question when people be like, "Who's your top five? Like shit, like. 
don't know. <laughs> I listened to everybody. I went through a wave. Like I still got CDs and I'm like, when I go through it, I'm like, damn, I was so young to have such a good taste and shit like in music. Like I listened to so many different artists and um, it was different genres too. It was pop, like it's some Backstreet Boys shit in there. It's NSYNC in there. It's like all kind of uh, different people. Fat mm-hmm. Joe, Big Pun. It's, it's so many different people in there. Uh, Three Six Mafia. So I don't know. I, I just grew up loving it and um I went I ended up going to the the art institute after I graduated uh high school in Atlanta and just once I started to learn from them because I never really had recording equipment I just recorded like on my um little you know little microphones on a little computer like those little small mm-hmm. ones used to do shit like that and then like my mom bought me like a little police tape recorder that's what I call them (laughs) she bought me one of them with the little tapes and I would like hold that shit and rap on that motherfucker all the time and like I would re-record over the tapes because I never would buy another one and just keep like rapping over the motherfucker what is just like freestyles yeah freestyles because I didn't really I never had a idea of how people got like the uh stuff to record like my mom had just barely got a computer and we had just got dial-up internet so i really didn't know how people recorded music yet mm-hmm. and um whenever i like got little stuff like that i was like okay so i was slowly learning and then once i went through high school i would i got like some equipment and i would go to some people's studios around like the city but it wasn't until college whenever i really saw like how people record music and I met uh with this girl named Big B and she taught me how to like really record and um she had like a little indie label with a bunch of South Carolina artists on there and she was like um I want to have you on the label with us it was like a little independent label so I I started rapping with them and meeting other people around the um dorm we would do music together and like once I started knowing how to do that I was like I want to perform (laughs) so we would go around Atlanta and we would perform Atlanta is different because compared to anybody any other place I live like they used to have like buckets on the stage where people could like go up and put money in the bucket if they liked you and then they would take the money out at the end and give you the money in the bucket and I've never experienced nothing like that before either so I was able to start making a little money. So we would do that on like the weekends, go perform at like little local clubs and stuff in Atlanta. And I was 18. So I just started to be committed after I started to see stuff like that, like how you can record it, you can make money from it. You can like build a team. And then I just decided that I was going to make my own little label. And I, um, I ended up having to go back to my hometown after I left Atlanta and I went down there and I kind of recreated what I saw in Atlanta with her and her label. I made my own and I called the ACAB ENT, a crew about business. Yeah. And uh, we, uh, we took over my hometown for a little while. We were on the radio. We had music videos. Like everybody knew us, but you know, with all of that type of local attention, we started to get big heads. (laughs) We, uh, we started going to jail and shit, man it, it kind of just started to die down. Like we was just getting into too much trouble, everybody. Mm-hmm. And, um, I ended up meeting the girl and I moved away and she was in the military and that's kind of how I ended up being out here. So that's like the whole journey of it. But the music part, it just started there. And it kind of just, once I saw that, that I could make money and I could perform and stuff. I just was like, this is me. This is what I'm gonna do. You know? Oh, definitely. Yeah. That's that's sick. Were you able to get like studio time out there or did, did you just uh, yeah, like, do it yourself? 
I really I learned a lot from people there and a lot of people in Atlanta would record me because some of the students there they were still learning how like a lot of them going to school for audio engineering I didn't even know because I ended up getting sent to that school because I was in trouble with the law in my hometown <laughs> so oh, shit. my mom sent me to that school just to kind of get me away from all the people I knew in my hometown and once I got there, I was like, I'm here for advertising. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> she just put me in anything. And the whole time they had an audio engineering part. And I'm like, I should have been in that shit. So they got like microphones and all kind of setups whenever you went for that. But with I, with advertising, you can get shit with a big ass art bag. So I used to have to meet people that were there for audio engineering just so I could be like, yo, you got a studio? Like, I used to be like a crackhead. You got a studio? <laughs> like, <laughs> what dorm room you in? And, like, thankfully, people started to hear me rap. Like, so everywhere you went, you had to rap. And at the time, I was good at freestyling back then. I would freestyle everywhere. And so I would rap everywhere. And people got to the point where they wanted me to record. They were like, come to my dorm room, 354, all that shit. So... I met a bunch of people that lived on the seventh floor and that shit was popping. Seventh floor was popping. It's a couple of people that was on the seventh floor. That's kind of like making moves in like the industry. It's like they low key. You wouldn't really know them, but they, they doing some shit, but I met all of those people. And that's why I, I started to learn how to record, started to meet different people that was making moves in the industry. But you know, Atlanta is a pay, place where you can meet anybody and they might, the next day they might be somebody like it's so many different opportunities there when it comes to that music shit yeah it do be like that yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is changing in Atlanta a lot of people are moving to Atlanta just for music yeah though. like my brother them they went to the art institute with Summer Walker like she was doing the same things that she's doing now like playing her guitar singing and it, they always thought she was a great artist and they thing you know she's summer fucking walker <laughs> so it's like <laughs> damn you know that shit can happen i've met like i met some people that um like one guy i met he's friends with my cousin but he turned out to be like black youngsters dj like after i met him i was like damn this is crazy how you could just be in atlanta and you meet anybody and it's like damn that motherfucker is somebody you know they doing some moves so I salute to Atlanta, you know, <laughs> they definitely making moves there. I I feel like um it's so much talent here in San Diego too. Like we could definitely have that same shit, you know. Oh no, San Diego's definitely changing, man. It's changing. It, it, it's starting to get a, a little bit more on the map when it comes to like artists out here. Yeah, man. Uh, it's but, so much talent here, it yes. is insane. And the biggest thing here, like these artists, they take themselves so serious. It's it's so different than any place I've ever been. Like Everybody does their thing, but San Diego artists are very serious about their shit, you know. So it, it is inspiring because it makes you want to be step yeah, up to your yeah, shit. Yeah, <laughs> and you, you hit it right there. That they they're so committed to what they're doing, mm -hmm. and uh, it just it, it it's kind of sad that they don't get enough uh, a spotlight, you know, yeah. to, to to broadcast their talents and stuff because they are very talented mm -hmm. people out here, man. And it's it's sick, man. The San, the San Diego scene, it's uh it's on the rise, so. Keep, keep an eye out for that i've I've talked to so many people about that i'm like how come you know you wonder what how come it's not like so many different san diego artists in the industry because there's so many people here and we're right here by like la and you know so many people come here i be seeing them all the time at san diego zoo and shit <laughs> it's like you see all these celebrities here in san diego it's like what y'all doing here if y'all ain't signing nobody put nobody on <laughs> oh they're living <laughs> they living in la jolla and shit need to be putting somebody on they're living in the hills bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, i think 21 savage going on track slapping in the hills Fuck yeah man. <laughs> it is like bro like yeah if you, if you 
living out here, that's how you sometimes find yourself being like a shit. Yeah. Right? yeah it's, <laughs> it's a dope ass scene out here though. Like, you know, look, when I decided to start performing here, you know, I think it was like April 2019, it was a lot of love immediately. Like it's been love ever since I started performing out here. So I'm excited for the future out here, definitely. What what is one of the main differences you've seen between uh hip hop here in San Diego and you know back in your hometown? Yeah, it's definitely multiculture out here and um it's like um it's nothing is the same. You know how they always complain and talking about oh everybody in Atlanta sound the same. You can't really say that about San Diego. You never could say a uh, California in general. I don't feel like you can say that about the music here. It's too many different variations of sounds. I really don't feel like the sounds in Atlanta are the same. I feel like you definitely could tell the difference between 21 Savage and Future or something like that, you know. But like there's like, um, they might be going for like the same genre type, yeah. but there's a sound that you got to put down like your signature, you know? Yeah, like, I no agree matter with what you. you do. Yeah, I agree with yeah. you. But, you know, it's, uh, I also feel like as far as like, I feel like maybe Atlanta artists or the artists just down there in the South, I feel like they have a, a better system of helping each other get on, you know, because they definitely, yeah. it's like a, a ladder effect. You'll see, you, if you go back in old videos, you'll see old videos like of Gucci Man, and it'll be like a young Waka Flock of Flame in the background with little ass dress. It's like, damn, they were always hanging out. It's like they kind of put, they, you know, put things in motion so that everybody goes with them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily see that. It might be because it ain't the same opportunities um, over here. You know, we, like we just said, but it's a lot of different little small differences. But for the most part, like I said, all of us artists are the same. You know, yeah, no, it's a trip, and I think I think what it comes down to is like uh, the deals that some of the artists are getting because uh, yeah, there's no there's no artist in San Diego that's signed to like a, a major major label where they're actually fucking pushing out their material. Yeah, I think I think still one of the bigger artists out here is still maybe Nick Cannon or some shit like that, right? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're actually not wrong about yeah, that. Re- Reggie Bush, maybe, but he's an athlete, you know? He's yeah. Like an artist. Yeah. Not... It, it should be more love. Yeah, no doubt. Because uh, uh, that, that's why people move to L.A., for real. Like, people yeah. from San Diego, they move to L.A. And honestly, I don't, you know, no shade to L.A., but I feel like San Diego is, uh, as far as, like, the things to do and the view and everything, I just like it more, in my opinion, you know? It's, it's a lot more to see, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's it's chiller. Just like the the people in general, it's it's a it's it's a vibe all around. Yeah, not, they got a lot of access in LA though. So shout out to LA. But, you know, I just like San Diego. I I can see myself like always staying here. Honestly, like getting me like a house here and staying for sure. I don't really want to leave. <laughs> it's tough because sometimes I be I miss my family. I want to move closer, but sometimes I'm like, maybe I could just like keep my spot here and just visit them from weeks and months at a time. Like it's it's hard because I love this shit. I really love San Diego. I really love it here, but I don't know. How long have you been out here in San Diego? Shit. Uh, uh since 2014. Oh shit, okay. 
yeah. But I feel like the first three years that I was here, like I wasn't really here because I was too busy, like in my head trying to survive. You know, I was, was I was, new, yeah. Here, you know, first three to four good. years, like I wasn't really here. Here, <laughs> I had to figure this shit out. Everything was new as far as like it's so big, like trying to maneuver around and then like uh, just learning about different areas and. It was just a lot to learn, a lot to take in. I've lived in a lot of different places, and I always will up and move. That's kind of part of the busy part. Like, I've lived in Florida, Alabama. I lived in Texas, Kentucky, all kind of places. <laughs> but I never lived nowhere like this. You know, this was big. This was a big move. And I kind of moved here three different times. You know what I'm saying? The first time it was with that ex that I was telling you about. And then like the second time it was when I left that ex and decided to come back on my own. And then the third time was like, uh, I had went back for a little while thinking that I couldn't do it. And I decided, no, just go back. You know, you got, you got to do it. <laughs> you know, you can do it. Cause uh, I just kind of went through that range of motions where I was trying to prove to myself that I could, I could survive on my own. And I kind of wanted to stay here because I had already been here for a certain amount of time. So mm-hmm. I yeah. chose to stay the farthest place away from my family and just like prove to myself. I don't know what I was trying to prove, but that I could do it, that I could be by myself. So I decided to stay out here and I stayed in my car for a little while, man, for a while. And uh, I got a, a homie. He's a Salvadoran homie. I met him at the Art Institute out here because I ended up transferring to the one out here. And uh, his his family, they embraced me into their home. So I stayed with them for a while. And then I slowly started getting my own shit. And, you know, now I'm able to live on my own. But it was a process. You know what I'm saying? Like, I definitely don't recommend people do shit like that. <laughs> but I've always been sporadic as fuck. So I, when I came out here, like, I had nowhere to stay. I ain't have shit. Like, it was definitely tough but shit i was determined you know like i don't know i was determined yeah those characters sis it definitely did man like humbled the hell out of me (laughs) but hey it's it was good it's crazy because like the second time i moved out here i lost my wallet at the at the train station in atlanta and everything in me was telling me to turn around like i was like nope that's a sign don't go like but I was looking at it like, shit, I've lost my wallet in Atlanta before, and I ended up, that I was trying to, like, make it on my own, and I ended up going back home and being stuck there, and I got in trouble with the law, and I was on probation, so I was like, you know what happens if you turn around, <laughs> you're gonna run into some shit, you already did it before, mm-hmm. you don't know what happens if you just try to keep going, so... They they fucked around and let me on the plane without an ID. I just happened to have a piece of paper with a copy of my ID on there. It was like a background check. It was some for some reason it was in my fucking luggage, but they let me go through with that. And um I came out here with no ID, no nothing. And I ended up they found my wallet and mailed it to me out here. And um I that was the second time I came out here and then I left because I it was hard. It was it was hard. I ain't know nobody. But I was only gone for like maybe two weeks, and then I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck this shit." I was looking around Georgia. I was like, "Man, I'm I'd rather fucking struggle in pine, you know, the pine, the big ass uh, palm trees." <laughs> I was like, "These pine trees ain't it. I want the palm trees." So, <laughs> and after living my whole life in Georgia, I was like, "Man, I've I've had enough of this. I'm I'm gonna see if I can do that shit." So I went. And I came again, 
and I've been here ever since. <laughs> I've been here ever since. No, that's crazy, busy. That's that's almost seven years now. Yeah. Hey, hey, this hey shout out to crazy. you, crazy. <laughs> keep keep hey. pushing it, keep grinding it. That, that, that's 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 why you're out here with your podcast and your music, man. And, and we, we're wishing that everything falls in your place and it, it goes well. I appreciate that, man. I, I just I believe in God, so I feel like you know it's all praise to God. I could have done it on my own. It was tough as fuck. Like, <laughs> you know, couch surfing and living with different people you don't really know and shit. It was rough. And then sometimes I was just standing in my whip because I had like a beat up Chevy and I was just standing in my car. But somebody tried to break in that shit one night when I was in there. And I was like, I got to get out of my fucking car. I can't do this shit no more. Hell no. So, damn. So that's crazy. Yeah. I was, cause I wasn't, I didn't know where the fuck I was at. I'm up here parking my car over there in fucking Lemon Grove. Like, of course, somebody tried to break in my damn car. Like, what the fuck you doing? But I didn't know. I'm, I was new to San Diego. I was just parking my damn car and they had me working at a T Mobile over there. So I was really just trying to park close so I didn't have yeah. to go that far, you yeah. know, trying to be smart. But no, that shit was not smart, mama. The area <laughs> was the type of area I thought it was. Yeah, it was not. California looks to see. Right. I'm like, yeah, this is my app. No. But thank God they didn't get in and they ran off as soon as I woke up. I just hit the horn. They took off running. And I was like, okay, never sleep here again. <laughs> Noted. But uh yeah, like it wasn't that bad because you know, I was um I just was working a lot, honestly. It was only bad whenever you got an off day and the whole day you gotta figure out what the fuck to do. You ain't got nowhere to stay, you know? So you just fucking all around <laughs> the whole San Diego, just every damn where. But when you at work, all you gotta worry about is nighttime and by then you tired of shit. You don't care where you just wanna park and go to sleep. So it wasn't that that bad, but it definitely was challenging as fuck. You know, especially being a female, you know, it ain't ideal. Mm -hmm. So I just went through that shit. I feel like it definitely built a lot of character and it, it just humbled the fuck out of me. Like I never get the big head. And I that's kind of why I took that personal with the whole park sleeping in your car shit. Cause I was like, I've been there and they don't know what people go through. They don't know the story. Cause yeah, it was shelters and stuff, but you, it's like first come first serve. And a lot of that mm -hmm. stuff, you read the reviews and people are telling you like people be stealing shit or somebody's got and shank a cut in that motherfucker. And it's like, I ain't, I'd rather sleep in my car than be around that type of energy, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's the shit that I was trying to express to them council people. It's like, yeah, y'all might have little shit like that, but I'm, I feel safer in my car than around a bunch of ass strangers in this motherfucking community type of place that y'all done got. And it ain't safe like that. You feel me? So, you know, that's the reason why I spoke out about that. But, yeah, you, you know, you never know what people be going through. So that's why, you know, I'd be humble. I'd be real humble with a lot of shit because, you know, you never know. Like, I used to wear a big-ass smile every day, but nobody at that job knew anything about my living condition. You feel me? So, you know, you just got to be be careful with folk. You never know what people going through. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, big time. Big time. Hey, Louis, you ready to fucking play a couple of business gems? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm down, I'm down to play that. I'm on the YouTube right now. Hey. Yeah, no, we have actually been playing your your music video the last. Uh, uh, yeah, I seen. I done caught a couple clips. I appreciate that. That's big love. Yeah, no, it's a dope video. It's it's uh anti. That's the one I've been. I yeah, that's my too. shit. I love that one. Uh, so which one would you want us to play, Busy? Shit, we could do anti. anti. <laughs> All right, we'll play that for you guys. We're gonna go take a quick break, and we shall be back. 
On me, I left her. Ain't violent, but she lucky ain't slept her. Make a wish on the tip of my scepter. Imperialism, I got levels. Open my stomach, I got devils, rebels. Born just to challenge your measure schedules. Fool, I ain't even a breathless, reckless fools. Now we're clearing our Lexus, Nexus, hoes. I ain't even been checking, flexing. Real goal inside of my necklace, Texas. Baby on my line, she's selfish. Never ask me about my wellness. When inside my phone, I'm careless. Plus, I call it measure like cherish. She wanted the truth. I made a ferret. Ain't violent, but you try me, I'm an Aries. Bow down, shit, you know what that boy. Boss busy, I don't know what they told you. I just know that it's over. I'm the angel of vote. You got people yelling at culture when people made it illegal for all my folks to be vocal. Will it ever be over? As a state and sofa, we made love on before, but we ain't in love no more. But we make love in the mornings. We just touch to be horny. Always be at the funny till your hormones start humming. Then my phone start blowing, and I'm already knowing. We only having fun, but I reap what I'm saying. already know it. <laughs> Say that you a freak, are you willing to show already it? Know Got a couple friends hop in if they go. Already know it. Hey, how much you showing? Depend how much I'm throwing. I been by every corner. I ain't never burnt the bridge, but I know a couple hoes try to drown me in the ship. Gotta crown me in this bitch the way I made it out, faded out, moved around, played it out, making moves, changing routes. First to do it for my city if you ask me. No need to pack me and fuck a taxi. Wavy like Max B, I'm with a half sneak. Ha <laughs> ha. 
My bitch cheated on me, I left her. Ain't violent, but she lucky ain't slept her. Make a wish on the tip of my scepter. Imperialism, I got levels. Open my stomach, I got devils, rebels born just to challenge your measure schedules. Full ain't even they breakfast, reckless fools. Now we clearing our Lexus, Nexus hoes. I ain't even been checking, flexing. Real goal inside of my necklace, Texas. Baby on my line, she's selfish. Never ask me about my wellness. When inside my phone, I'm careless. Plus, I call amnesia like cherish. She wanted the truth, I made a ferret. Ain't violent, but you try me, I'ma air it. will take you up then drop you down you just can't give up can't give up now I got faith the size of a mustard seed don't talk about me just pray for me I got faith the size of a mustard seed. Don't talk about me, just pray for me. Pray for me. All praise to the most high another day. Spark up something in the living room and meditate. Huh. Ain't perfect, but I aim to please. Something different in my spirit. Feel the change in me. I want to make mama proud and my family too. Life don't come with no instruction. Who's the man you rule? God, that's word to the Elohim. I'm a witness by the way that you've been blessing me. Now remember, I ain't perfect, but I aim to please. You can do what you like. Have your way with me, God. I ain't trying to say your name in vain. I just love you. You was there for me through all the pain. I know you got to do your work, so I stand the rain. You lift my stepmother up and let her stand again. I know you everywhere. I thank you. I can't say it enough please forgive me for my sins Life keep watching over you up, then drop you down you just can't give up can't give up now i got faith the size of a mustard seed don't talk about me just pray for me I got faith the size of a mustard seed. Don't talk about me, just pray for me. Pray for me. All praise to the most high another day. Cook up something in the kitchen, then I meditate. Hmm. I ain't been to church in a minute. Nah, I ain't bragging about it. Let me finish my sentence. I'm a sinner and you judge me by my choice of clothes. Seem like ain't nobody worried about my precious soul, God. Have mercy on me too And thank God I don't look like what I've been through Now remember I ain't perfect but I aim to please You can do what you like, have your way with me God, I ain't trying to say your name in vain God, you done made a way when I ain't see a thing God, that's word to the Elohim I'm a witness by the way that you've been blessing me Know you everywhere, I thank you, I can't say it enough Please forgive me for my sins, keep watching over us Then drop you down 
just can't give up, can't give up now. See the death creeping in the face. Couldn't say goodbye, so we just said I love you so much. Ellie, you was my queen, just know I'm thinking of you. Yeah. Fell to my knees when I got that call. Spirit never dies, I wanna talk is all. Landed in the bay, bro, I was headed home. My brother hit my line, said Steven took his own. Heard us to the core, how the fuck this happened? We grew playing catch, dancing, singing, rapping. More than my little cousin, he was like a brother. Couldn't wait for heaven cause you missed your mother yeah. All the family arguing, we blamed each other Hope I get to see you in another They say that life goes on in time, we'll heal all my wounds Life goes on and on and my heart's broken, split in two Every day I wake up missing you Every day I wake up missing you They say that life goes on in time, we'll heal all my wounds Life goes on and on and my heart's broken, split in two Every day I wake up missing you. Every day I wake up missing you. Every day I wake up missing you. Lately I've been in my feelings, can't you tell? Can't you tell? No matter what I go through, I prevail. All I had was family before I had a fan. It's crazy I can't even call Santana. Spent so many days hanging by your side. Hurt me that I couldn't be there when you died. The good die young, we got a date with death. Your name lives on to my last breath. Praying for some peace, I need tranquility. Always did for others, they couldn't do for me. More than a best friend, you my homie lover. Always wore a smile, even when you suffer. OZ28, swear I can't forget. All the years of love are countless Vegas trips. Always missed on earth, God got a plan. Love and miss you, James, from your first grand. They say that life goes on in time, we'll heal all my wounds. Life goes on and on, and my heart's broken, split in two. Every day I wake up missing you. Every day I wake up missing you. They say that life goes on in time, we'll heal all my wounds. Life goes on and on, and my heart's broken, split in two. Every day I wake up missing you. Every day I wake up missing you. If I had my tears, Lord. 
those colors are tight. That's what I mean by it. Like everything, all that stuff is symbolic. It's like you kind of have to know a little bit about me to know the feel that song. Mm. That song right there. I wrote that because like between 2018 and 2019, it was like a string of shit that kept happening like nonstop. Like I lost my best friend in June and then my cousin committed suicide in October. And then my uncle died from cancer in November. And that same day, my brother proposed to his girlfriend. So it was like an up and down emotion. It was like, I'm happy, but our uncle died. It was like, you know. And then the next year, my cousin got married. And uh, my grandma passed away. And then my brother got married. And then my stepmom got in like the most awful car accident with a drunk driver and damn near died. So it was like too much shit and so i wrote that song and i put all of that in that song i was talking about all that shit about every single person that it was like back to back and then the car accident i was talking about that a little bit too because it was like so much stuff like i was like damn like i don't know it it just felt like (laughs) damn so that song is like super deep and the reason why like on the cover it's like yellow sunflowers and stuff like that because my grandmother uh that was her favorite color and like um she was kind of going by sunshine before she passed away. So that's why in in my background on that first, that last project, it's like yellow sunflowers by me. Yeah. So yeah, man, a yeah. lot of different shit. And the, like the last album, if you go down the track list, it spells a uh, rest in peace. Each song, like the first song is reverse. The next song is uh empirical. And then it's like, so on and so forth. Should know tranquility. So that's rest. And then so on and so forth. So, like, I was just deep as hell on that last project, like, trying to hit everybody from all kind of angles symbolically. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, a, it was a good mixture of songs that we were playing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they were all nice. Yeah, they were all dope. I was seeing, uh, shit, which one was it right here? That California, that's a lot of people's favorite that I made. I made that just to kind of show people out here i can make that vibe too you know that type of california music i, mm-hmm. I, could, I could hang with y'all so <laughs> a lot of people like that one out here california that's a that's the one that has a snippet right mm-hmm. ah, okay that's easy that's easy yeah they like that one And is this the one that's coming up uh, soon, or is this just a snippet? Yeah, that's uh, that was on the last project. I didn't make a full video for that one. Okay. But the track is um, it's out on Spotify and everything. Yeah. That's dope. How did? What is your process behind? You know, uh, when you're making music. Honestly, like I catch vibes from um different different like things in my life sometimes i'll mix fiction with my like real life Mm -hmm. i like to kind of tell dark stories just to kind of um kind of bring uh awareness to certain things like on my upcoming project i got a track called mortality and i feel like that shit is gonna hit people from all kind of angles because like i mixed in a lot of the things that's in my real life but i mixed it also with fictional things and also other people's lives that I know about different people that are my friends that have passed away I've mixed their stories in with certain things just to kind of draw awareness to the problems that we have in the world like 
you know, we got the police type of thing with the uh, unarmed killings. And then we also have, you know, just in our own neighborhoods, uh, the black community, we got a lot of beef, different people killing each other. And so I'm talking, I don't really be one sided when I be talking about these issues. I talk about all of them. Like I'll, I'll talk about, yeah, yeah, we got unarmed killings, but I'll talk about us killing each other, too. And um, I'll talk about how, you know, sometimes we kill ourselves by the stuff that we do. And it doesn't, it's not to make it seem like I'm perfect. I be calling myself out on my shit too in the music, but it's just, I like to talk about real life shit and to draw people in. So a lot of times um, I just, I like to just be real. I like my music to be real. I don't really like to, sometimes I have fun. Like, you know, I got the nasty mommy track where I'm just having fun. I got all the girls at the pool and we having fun. But for the most part, I like to be real serious and talk about real issues. So the process really just be depending on what I'm feeling like talking about. Sometimes I just ramble and whatever come out, come out. And like I said earlier, sometimes some of the music, I don't really know what I'm trying to say. I'll, I'll hear this song. And I'm like, I don't really understand that bar, <laughs> even though it's my music. I'm like, mm. and then later it hit me and I'm like, oh, I kind of I can interpret it this way. Like, I know what I'm trying to say. And then I'll be able to break it down for myself so that if somebody asks me, I can I can answer that question. But. A lot of times I just write and whatever come out, I'll just I'll look back and be like, what did I mean by that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah. I don't really know. I just be rambling sometimes, but I, don't, I feel like I'm a storyteller type of artist. Like mm-hmm. I love to tell stories. I love to like go on a ramble. Sometimes it's about my real life and sometimes it's not, but I just like to tell stories. Oh, yeah. That's fucking dope. So what's Appreciate next besides you know the live events and the podcast? What what do you do? You have any uh, other things, man? Brewing big love, like we making that a brand. So um, you know the the brand that I was going by, live full and die empty. Really, that was like inspiration from a, a motivational speaker, Les Brown, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like his motto. I don't feel like that's like my original type of shit. So like I'm switching from going by that to big love because that's really my original well, that's what I go by. That's my what we've been saying for a year. So I'm making that a brand, getting my LLC for that. And right I just got like um some um copies today about the new logo, the big love logo. And um I'm working with my graphic design artist to like make new designs for the big love to go on the new merch. But I'm uh, planning to do that and have an app for that shit so that people can download the app and order the clothes. Cause I feel like mm. if that shit is an app, everybody going to want to download right. that shit. And they're going to be like ordering like crazy. It's a little bit more official. Yeah, like you, you want to buy this, you got to download the app. Yeah. We yeah. love apps. So I feel like once I get that app, people start running that up. It'll be great uh, revenue. Like I'm building brand ambassadors and making it to where, you know, they able to make commission and stuff. So, cause I love to, make everything full circle it's like a help me help you type of community whenever i work with people so i'm like since you're doing this let me help you and i promote you with this you know and we always do stuff like that but i'm trying to make it to where you know all these brand ambassadors are able to make money and also maybe some of them maybe we can find a way where they can be a part of the big love maybe if some of them do graphics maybe they can design one of the graphics and then we can kind of like highlight them as the graphic artist of the month or some shit like Mm -hmm. that where you know, they can build business for their own business. You know, that's what I'm about. You know, help me help you. So I'm just trying to grow that brand because I'm trying to make residual income. You know, I want to work for myself. I'm not really, I don't feel like it's meant for me to be sitting in a damn office or nowhere for eight hours a day. Like no shade to that, you know, but I just, I'm 
I've been working my ass off. I'm ready to work for myself, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out a way to do that. So I feel like the clothing brand is definitely a way. It's been it's been doing really good since like 2016 when I started it. It's been doing all right, but it's up and down. And I feel like now that I'm learning more, I've been studying, you know, I'll be able to make this something where I can make some money from it, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's that. really the biggest the thing right there. And then, you know, the album. And we're going to continue the podcast. Hey, heck yeah. Do you have uh, any uh, plans for the podcast as it like making it visual instead of just audio? Yeah, like um, I want to keep it as I, I like the audio, but I feel like I'm gonna mix in a little bit more visual um, soon. It probably won't be all visual. It'll probably be only some of them visual and some mm-hmm. of them audio. But I feel like uh, you know, people want to know me a little bit more. I've been kind of like mysterious, I think. <laughs> and uh, I think people want to see me more. And uh, so, yeah, uh, we're definitely going to go to some visual, you know, where people can see us and, you know, interact with the other artists. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hey, there you go, guys. You heard it right here from Busy Bell Boy. Keep on checking her out. Check out that mixtape that's, that's dropping hopefully May. Yeah, man. And the, the Get to Know Me podcast. Thank you. Yep. Let them know one more time where they can find you, Busy. Man, y'all can find me on Instagram at B-I-Z-Z-Y-B-A-L-B-O-A. Uh, the podcast is G number two K-M podcast. Well, underscore podcast on Instagram. Um, big love. As far as the clothing right now, you still can shop with me. LFTDE.BigCartel.com. You can still shop. But uh, soon the site is going to go down when I switch to Big Love. So grab it while you can. And, uh, yeah, other than that, mostly Instagram. That's just where to find me. That's where I, I'm always at. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming through and kicking it. We appreciate you. Thank you all, man. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon. Yeah, yeah. Thank you to everybody tuning in who's going to be listening later. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. Brucey? Shit. <laughs> I'm going to keep it light tonight. <laughs> All right. Thanks for drinking up. Thanks for toking up your blunts, your pieces, your bongs. Kicking back whether you're in the whip or you're in the crib or chilling in the backyard. Shit. Stay warm out there. And thanks for kicking it. Thanks Cheek for kicking love. It.